Hi, I'm Janet Shield Scott, and you're listening to JanetFitBeautyStyle.com, a lifestyle talk guide with expert advice on beauty, fashion, wellness, real estate, entertainment, and fun celebrity secrets. Hello and welcome to each and every one of you. I'm your host, Janet Shield Scott. Thanks for tuning in. Today's guest is Gina Lisa Monteroso, founder and CEO of Medicaid and Medicare Advisory Group. She is here to raise our awareness about the facts of Medicare and Medicaid. So grab your notepad and pen and get ready. But before we get to uh, Gina Lisa, let's listen to our inspiring quotes for today. Today our quotes are both from Steve Harvey. The first one is, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. The second inspiring quote is, stop looking at them and start focusing on you. For more inspiring quotes, you can check out my Facebook page or my Instagram page. That's Janet Shield Scott. I'd like to give a shout out to PassPros.com. It's the best website for all your sports memorabilia. You are listening to a Janet Shield Scott podcast. We have Gina Lisa Monterosa on the line, and she's the founder and CEO of Medicare and Medicaid Advisory Group. Hello, Gina Lisa. I hope I got your name right. <laughs> Hi, how are you? And say hello to the listeners. Okay. All right. So, um, what we want to want to do? We're going to dive right in. Um, Medicare, Medicaid. Um, let's start with Medicare. Uh, but before we start with that, um, what all does your group advisory group do other than, um, or just the founder and CEO of the and being an advisory? We um, all of our clients are either uh, blind aged or disabled, and all of our clients need some type of long-term care assistance, either with home care services, nursing home services, or assisted living. And we at Medicaid Advisory Group, we assist our clients in becoming eligible for Medicaid while we're able to preserve their retirement funds. Oh, okay. So that's what your group does. And that, so you have... um, people place strategically all over the country to handle that or how does that work we have people uh we have people who we place and we assist in applying for medicaid getting our clients eligible and assisting with putting services in place majority of our clients want to stay home uh so we make sure that we're able to provide all of the services such as a home health aid uh Medicaid will pay for the home health aid, and we preserve all the income and assets, and we utilize and maximize Medicare and Medicaid to get all the services our client needs to make sure that they're able to stay home safely. Okay, so uh, for um, helping people in that way, who would someone go to? Where would they go in order to to get these services? Um, We are a company that we have the entitlements uh, portion in our company, and we also have social work um, in our company. Sometimes people will go to an elder law attorney to process the Medicaid application and get the Medicaid application approved. But what 
uh, people have a problem with is actually navigating the insurance to get the appropriate service. So I uh, formed this company where people don't have, do not have to uh, navigate themselves and with our social worker, they're the expert navigators to make sure our clients get all the services that they need. Where does one find your company though? Um, we can, we are on the internet, um, www.mmag.org, or they can give us a call at 646-745-9122. All right. Okay, so uh, let's start with Medicare. Uh, as you said, in order to qualify for Medicare, uh, you're disabled or elderly. What's the uh, age limit for that? In terms of there is elderly? no age, there is no age limit. Um, how it works is you either have to be aged, aged is sixty five and over. That's what I was getting at. Mm -hmm. Disabled could be any age. Uh, some people, you know, have uh, motorcycle accidents in their thirties, twenties. Uh, so there is no age on disabled, and then blind. Um, there's no age on blind as well. Right, because I once was uh, applying for Medicare. I was an uh, accident, uh, a pedestrian accident victim at one time. So I understand that about being disabled and then uh, not yes. being at the age of. So that's why I was just wondering about the age. So you said 65 and above. All right, now. Um, yeah, for the age. Uh, now. What I've gotten a few questions from Facebook, and one of them is, why doesn't Medicare cover uh, once someone reaches 65 or they're, like you said, disabled? Why do you not cover dental and vision? That I cannot answer. That was a something the government did not take into consideration. Um, for some strange reason, they think that's a luxury. Uh, dental and vision, and um, when Medicare was created, uh, vision and dental uh, was not something that uh, the government wanted to pay for, okay. even though we buy into our Medicare, Medicare insurance. And now, what's the difference between Medicare Part A and Part B? Oh, that's a great question. So, Medicare Part A, B, as taxpayers, we buy into that. All our money gets deducted, and we are buying into our health insurance when we retire. And that's part Medicare what? Part, Go ahead. Medicare Part A, as an apple, covers hospitals. Mm. So that is for anything in a hospital. Part B pays for equipment, doctors, anything outside of a hospital. That's what Part B pays for. But with Part B, you actually have to buy into Part B meaning that there is a premium that you have to pay that gets deducted out of your Social Security in order to be part of the Part B plan. Oh, so can you buy into that while you're still young and you're paying into your Social Security and Part A, can you no. also pay? Oh, you can only pay into no. Part B once you... Buy part, B, part B once you turn 65, yes. Oh, I see. And so what... What would that cost range from? So the Part B deduction for 2018, let's see what we have here. Um, it depends on the yearly annual uh, salary that you have. Uh, so let's just say anyone who made less than $85,000 a year, $134 
month would be deducted from your social security if you wanted part B. Mm, okay. All right. Now, if you were to travel, uh, from uh, to a different state on vacation or visiting relatives does medicare work in other states if you're uh, if you've applied for it in your state your uh, coverage will it cover you if you travel to another state so yeah so there what people don't know is that there's two types of medicare uh, many years ago the government contracted with private health insurance companies and told them we will give you a certain amount of money, and would you like to be Medicare? And with this money, for every fiscal year, you have to service all of our clients, um, their Medicare benefits. Then we have what's called traditional Medicare. So we have HMO Medicare, and we have traditional Medicare. So when someone turns 65, they have the option of just staying with traditional. That's just the red, white, and blue card that covers you nationally, then we have an HMO Medicare. That means you opt into a company such as Blue Cross Blue Shield and they will be handling your Medicare. The HMOs do not work out of state. The only time they would work out of state is if there's an emergency. Mm. So then which one gives you better coverage if you're at home? If you have, they're both the same. Mm. Oh, okay. Medic, yeah, one is just handled independently through the government. The other one is handled with an HMO. What you don't want to do is you do not want to enroll into an HMO Medicare because then you have a gatekeeper who is approving whether you get services or not. You don't want that. You don't want referrals. A lot of doctors don't like to be part of HMOs only because there's so much paperwork that needs to be filled out. With traditional Medicare, there's no paperwork, it is what it is, and you can go to any doctor and any hospital. It doesn't have to be in network. All right. Now, another question, and I realized that um, one um, relative, elderly relative, did not, he received a pension, but he did not receive um Social Security or Medicare, so he got it from his deceased wife, who he had been married to for more than ten years, and he used her Medicare, not her Social Security, just her Medicare. Can you comment on that? Yes. So that's that's an option. Um, if one spouse doesn't have enough credits to qualify for Medicare, um, they are allowed to receive benefits under a deceased spouse. Mm-hmm. And, and do they have uh, have to be married for a certain length of time or uh, if they were divorced or if they were married just a few years and the person died while they were still married, but if they were only married for a few years, are they also still eligible? What's the... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. As long as at time of, of eligible coverage... They had the status either married, widowed, divorced. It has to be during the time that they apply. So at age of turning 65, what was the status? Were they divorced? Were they widowed? Uh, Were they single? It depends on when, uh, what age they they apply in the status. Okay, now just say if the person was only married for a few years and their spouse died um, after only being married for a few years, are they qualified to 
get those benefits? It works by quarters. So the spouse has to have worked at least 30 quarters. That means at least seven and a half years. Regardless of whether they were only married a few years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. That's something I didn't know. Is there any other thing in regards to Medicare that we did not cover that you would like to talk about? Uh, We also have the Medicare Part D, the prescription drug plan. Um, A lot of people do not understand that's a separate program, and it doesn't come with your Medicare card. You have to enroll independently and pick your own drug coverage when you are eligible for Medicare. And what we always tell our clients is to make sure that you either call the plan that you want to enroll in and go over all of your prescriptions and find out what the co-pays are because each plan charges a different co-pay. And you want to make sure you get the plan that's going to charge you the lowest co-pay for, for your drugs. Okay. So now that Part D, uh, that's um, that doesn't have anything to do with what you pay in when you're paying uh, into your uh, Social Security and Medicare at the time? That's just something You will be separate. eligible, yes. Mm-hmm. So at time of, of, of retirement, you are eligible for Medicare, and you are also eligible to enroll in a Part D plan. That's oh, drugs. Yeah. So Part D, D stands for drugs. Okay. Oh, yeah. One other thing that I forgot to ask you. Um, in terms of uh, getting help, like if you need a, an aid or something once you get out of the hospital, uh, help in that way, What what is the amount of time that Medicare will pay for you having a home a health aid? So Medicare will pay up to four hours a day. As long as the client requires some type of rehabilitation at home, speech, physical therapy, occupational therapy. So normally clients get referred to Medicare home health aid with those services once they're discharged from a hospital. So always ask your social worker at the hospital when you're discharged, I would like some Medicare services with a home health aid and the hospital will make the referral and you, you can have services at home. And the home health aid is maximum four hours, five days a week, and every 60 days it can be renewed by a doctor if the doctor feels that you would benefit from additional services. Oh, okay, so then what's the maximum of renewal then within a year? What people don't know is that there is no maximum. It could go on long-term, oh. as long as a doctor medically approves it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Anything else in regards to Medicare? No, I think that's pretty much it. Make sure you enroll in our non-HMO plan um, and you make sure that you pick a plan that will cover all your drugs. Okay. All right. Now let's go on to Medicaid. Uh, Who is eligible for Medicaid? So right now, as of today, um, if you are not working or if you are making low income, you are allowed to apply for Medicaid. Now, each state has their own different regulations. There are some states that did not opt into what's called the Medicaid expansion, meaning that they did not want to have ages 19 to 64 covered in their states. 
So some states will have that. Um, but and so what happens, wait, let me just uh, stop you right there for a second. So what happens if you're in one of those states and there's no Medicaid? You do not get any coverage, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Um, with the uh, Obama uh, ACA uh, Act, uh, the Affordable Care Act, uh, there was a regulation, a federal regulation that allowed Medicaid to provide Medicaid coverage for the young um, able-bodied, that would be ages 19 through 64. Um, each state uh, can could have uh, said yes to the program or no to the program. So not every state covers uh, anyone between the ages of 19 through 64. And they cover them, though, you said through age 64. Or unemployed. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have some states, uh, such as New York, that uh, will cover everyone as long as they meet the income and financial criteria. Okay. And then what's the maximum on the income? I don't recall. You said. It depends on each state. Um, for New York, it's $845 monthly income. Um, and savings, it's 15000 mm, Okay. All right. Now, what are uh, some of the things that Medicaid covers, and uh, are you able to travel with that as well? But I guess if you say if you travel to a state that doesn't have it, then it doesn't matter. So Medicaid, you cannot travel. Uh, it would only work in your state. Um, and Medicaid is a health insurance and it covers everything. Covers dental, it covers hospital, covers uh, doctors, covers a uh, foot doctor. Um, it's a it's a health insurance that covers everything. It's a regular health insurance. Okay, and then uh, I also read where you travel, you um, cover travel to the doctor because I remember I used that where I had to yes. travel to a doctor through my insurance. Okay, and then what about yes, Medicare? Do they cover travel to a doctor, Medicare? No. No, okay. No, you know, it's kind of odd that they don't because of the fact that you're dealing with disabled and elderly people. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of yes. odd. Medicare is um, mm -hmm. kind of lim limited. Um, they, Medicare is a short-term insurance. A lot of people think that Medicare, Medicare is long-term, and it's not. Medicaid is long-term. Medicare is short term. Any service that Medicare has, Medicare, it will end. It will have an end date. Um, Medicaid is long term. That's why we want Medicaid to uh, stay in place because we never know what's going to happen to us um, anytime we can need some type of assistance with long term care because it's very costly. Um, it's about $10,000 to $20,000 a month for 24 hour home care. In New York, a nursing home covers a nursing home costs about eighteen to twenty thousand dollars a year. So we want Medicaid to, to still be around because it helps us with coverage. And you said that Medicare ends. What do you mean it ends? Like if you're sixty five and it doesn't go you're the saying services end. So oh, there's only okay. a certain amount of hospital days Medicare covers. There's a certain amount of visits that Medicare will cover. Medicaid is long term. 
Okay, I see. And so that's why you have the extra the extra insurance to kick in, to, so that when Medicare uh, does not no longer covers, you have that additional insurance. Correct. Now with Correct. Medicaid, uh, can you have additional insurance as well? Or? Sure, Medicaid will always be the last payer source. So Medicaid will allow you to have another insurance. So if you have Medicare, and let's just say you have your spouse's health insurance when uh, he or she retired, it would be Medicare, spouse's insurance, and Medicaid last uh, would be the last payer. Mm. Medicaid will always be the last payer. And the reason why Medicaid allows you to have more than one insurance is because if other insurances pay the hospital bills or doctor bills, Medicaid doesn't have a large amount to pay. Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. So have you covered everything in Medicaid? I have, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I really thank you, Gina Lisa. Monterosa for taking the time to speak with us and again you are the founder and CEO of Medicare and Medicaid Advisory Group. Can you remind everyone how uh, they can get in touch with you or find out more if there is something they feel that we did not answer of their questions? Uh, give us your website information or and social sure. media if you have that as well. Our website is www.mmag.org and our telephone number is 646-745-9122. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you uh, again for being a part of the show. You've given us a lot of uh, helpful information in terms of uh, raising our awareness with the facts of Medicaid and Medicare. Gina Lisa, don't forget to love, laugh, and live your life with style. You've been listening to JanetBeautyStyle.com, your beauty, entertainment, and lifestyle expert talk guide. I'm Janet Shield Scott, columnist, radio, and TV host. You can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, oh, and YouTube. For more fun and informative Yes, and celebrity interviews, log on to the website JanetFitBeautyStyle.com. Remember to love, laugh, and live your life with style. Let's take a moment to relax. Take a deep breath, inhale, and exhale. Again, inhale, and exhale. One more inhale and exhale. As you go throughout the day, stop, take a pause, chill, and relax. Please keep in mind that all things which are impossible with man are possible with God.